Hey teacher, welcome back to Teacher Let Your Light Shine. This is going to be an awesome episode for all of my teacher friends out there who are just fumbling over the numbers right now. You are wanting to step out and make a change, but you're questioning, am I going to make enough money financially? How are we going to be able to do this? Do I need to rent another space? How am I going to make this work? Well, in today's episode, I am here to help you sharing a strategy that helped my family and I as we started crunching the numbers and making sure that we were ready to take on this new venture of starting our own micro school. If you are new around here, welcome. My name is Mackenzie Oliver and I have a micro school here in the state of Florida and it is my honor to share with you exactly how we created our micro school and grew our micro school. Currently, I am helping teachers begin their own micro school or homeschooling business and also a tutoring business because believe it or not, they all work together. And depending on what state you are in, these can really become a lucrative income for you. Tutoring business, homeschooling business, micro school, no matter which one you are starting, they can actually evolve into one another. Meaning if you start a micro school, it can end up as a tutoring business and vice versa homeschooling business. But no matter which model you choose, it is so important to look at your finances before you start so that you have clarity around what your goal is going to be. Not for it to scare you away, but for it to motivate you. And today I'm going to share with you how I look at my numbers even before I started my business, what I do each month, each week, and how this has really motivated and grew our micro school. And truly, one of the greatest concerns I hear is, I want to be able to provide financially. And here's the truth. It's not even just about providing financially. The reason why we want to provide financially is because we are all after a feeling. That's what we're all after. We're all after this high quality of life and nobody feels as if they have a high quality of life when they can't afford to put groceries in their refrigerator, in their pantry or food on the table or pay for their car payment. That's added stress. So today I want to help you, teacher friend. I really want to help you take the stress out of knowing whether or not you can start this business and really take a look at our finances today. I hope that this inspires you. Let's get into it. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. I am really excited to talk to you about this topic today. 
being able to financially prepare for your future and to believe it or not, believe it or not, this is one of the most downloaded episodes. Every time I talk about finances and teacher, they're like, ooh, can I really make it outside of my teaching salary? As if, no offense, I thought this too, scared me to death, as if we were making doctor salaries. I actually just saw a post from a teacher friend and she said that they had received a $268 raise, which equals out to be a $6 raise per week, $6.28 raise per week. And she said, no wonder teachers are quitting. Friends, today I want you to know if you do not know if you can make this work out financially for you, head on over to our Facebook group. We have this discussion a lot. You can also always go to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com, download any of the free resources. And just to let you know, we have a brand new free resource out, five planning strategies to increase your productivity. These will help you even with your financial agenda, friends. You can find that resource at www.teachersletyourlightshine.com. You can also head on over into our Facebook group where you get the freebie resources before they actually get sent out through our website. Okay, so here we go. Let's talk about why we should plan, put our pen to the paper, making provisions, why we don't do this, what we need to keep in mind while we are making the provisions, and how we actually do this. So it's going to be a four-part. Why we should put pen to paper and make provisions, why we typically don't do this, what we need to keep in mind when we do this, And the fourth thing is how we actually do this. And because I love you all so much and I believe in this wholeheartedly, I have linked the exact spreadsheet that I use that I purchased off Etsy. I did not make this myself. I will not take credit. It literally changed my life. I am in love with this spreadsheet. I used it without my business. Now I use it for my personal finances, my business finances, and my husband's business finances. Yes, I use QuickBooks. Yes, I've tried Mint. I've tried a lot of things before, but I'm telling you, this brought so much clarity. And that is exactly why I want you, before you do anything right now preparing for this business, I want you to be a visionary leader so that you can be set free and you can truly understand where you are going, and how you're going to get that. And we look at that by numbers because think about it. When you think about what time you've got to be at the airport, what time you need to start getting ready to go to work, what time you need to start cooking dinner, you have to know the time. You have to know the numbers, what time you need to wake up in the morning, what time you need to go to bed. We need numbers. They are just clear. They're straight to the point. It is what it is, and we know what to do with them. Same thing with our money. Now, I'm not a financial guru here, but I am so passionate about this because many teachers, including myself, cannot break free because we do not know how much we are truly after, what we are after, the numbers that we need, the goals that we have, strategies to get us there. When you know your numbers, you are very clear about how you're going to get to the next step, what you need to do, and what you need to let go of. So why we should do it is because we are called, especially if you're starting your business, to be a visionary leader. And it's liberating and it gives you confidence. And regardless if you feel like you don't even have enough right now, if you get your small little bit amount that you have right now under control, 
you will feel more confidence to take on more. If this is going to be your main source of revenue, you've got to know your numbers. How will you fund your life? How will you fund your mission? How will you fund the moments that light you up? And in previous episodes, I've talked about developing a positive money mindset, listening to people who build you up, people that you are around, they really will speak one of two things to you, life or death. It's in the power of the tongue. That's what it says in the scriptures. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. So they are either going to build you up and tell you you can do it and tell you that you can make an abundant amount of income or they're going to tell you that you're not going to have enough and you're not going to find the place and you're not going to find the kids and you're not going to find the money and what are you going to do about retirement and what are you going to do about your health insurance? We have to understand that there is enough. We have to understand that there is abundance and to celebrate it and to reach for it and to stop with the poor mindset and the lack mindset. And we must also understand that we really truly don't need as much as what we think we need to make us happy. I'm one of them and I'm not saying that I live in lack. I'm not saying that I punch pennies. I'm not saying that I go without. I'm not saying that I have everything that I want. I'm just saying that what I thought was truly important had nothing compared to what I have now and the quality of life I have Stepping out, having my own, and knowing that my income can double within a year. And it's possible to earn an additional 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, come on friends, 50, 60, just by adding a handful of students to your school. It is that possible. So this is why we need to know our numbers because we need to be able to understand what we can let go of and what we need to focus our efforts in getting more of. Setting goals, knowing that if you want to replace your teacher salary, then this is how many students you need. This is the price you need to charge. If you have to go rent a space, this is what you're looking for. This is the overhead that you have. And it's not that scary, I promise. It's really not. Yes, I do this for my home, but I'm doing this with you right now. I'm going through buying a bigger house. I'm going through possibly purchasing another business, building, separate from my home. I'm going through this as well. I started small and I still had enough. I had more than enough actually. I surpassed my teacher income the first year and increased it by $30,000 the second year, straight out of my living room. And I tell you that not to brag or boast, that's not who I am, that's not my heart. I'm telling you that to inspire you, to give you hope, to give you encouragement. But this is why we don't look at our numbers is because we're intimidated, we're fearful, we're anxious. Trust me, I was one of them. I knew if I look at my numbers right now, this is before I left teaching, if I look at my numbers and I got this little side hustle, I know that my side hustle is not gonna pay the bills, so I'm just going to, you know what, put it to the side and figure it out as I go. Now, I did that, I had left my instructional coaching position, my husband was starting a painting business, we were like, woo, let's throw caution to the wind, let's do this together, I do not recommend you do that. But praise God, he kept us afloat. I'm telling you, what God did just by us stepping out in faith, even though we were in the wrong, we were like in the wrong profession at that time. I was selling jewelry. My husband was starting his own painting business. Thank God he still does that, but he God gave him a different path. But I tell you this because God still provided in the midst of us throwing caution to the wind. 
while I am not a proponent of that, I just want you to know that sometimes you just got to step out of the boat and show up messy. But I did not want to look at my numbers beforehand. If I would have looked at my numbers beforehand, I would have been able to tell, you know what? I'm not going to be able to cover my income with this side business. So I should probably start tutoring on the side as well, which is a fantastic way for you to go ahead and start making some extra income if you want to step out and fully immerse yourself into building a micro school, tutoring business, or some type of a homeschooling business model. And to be honest with you, that intimidating fear was coming from a place of knowing I was going to talk myself out of what I really wanted. And I wanted to be free. I I did not want to coach teachers telling them to do things that I did not believe in anymore. And we don't look at our numbers because it either stresses us out or we just say, you know what? I went into teaching, not for the money. I just want to teach. I don't care. I'm just going to put myself out there. And the truth is, it just creates more stress on us when we do not know our numbers. Now, what we need to keep in mind when we do look at our numbers, this is what we must keep in mind, that we need to keep a clear system for tracking the money that's coming in and the money that's coming out. Meaning this, a lot of us will just look at our teacher paycheck and say, I need to make $60,000. That's what I make now. How can I do that? When I believe that we should stop and stop thinking about looking at our paycheck and stop looking at how much comes out of retirement, we need to just reflect on our own life right now. Period. Own life. This is where we're at. We need to keep a clear accounting of the money that's coming in and coming out where we stand right now. And this spreadsheet that's linked below in the show notes is a true and hard, fast measure of what's coming into your bank account every single day. You also need to keep in mind that looking at your money is a critical task and you've got to start working this muscle now. Dedicate your time, not to just staring at your bank account, but to interacting with a spreadsheet, interacting with a system that allows you to budget and manipulate numbers And when you start having to really put pen to paper, you start going, wow, okay, do we really need to have this internet? Do we really need to have this type of car insurance? Do we really need Netflix and Hulu and YouTube? Do we really need the car wash that comes out automatically every month? Do we need this subscription? I truly think that a lot of times we don't want to look at our numbers because we know that it's going to be like, oh, we really don't need this. And so one thing that we have to keep in mind, as I said before, is keep a clear accounting of the money that's coming in and out. This was done prior to my business through Mint. It's a free online resource that you can use that allows you to budget and to look at your numbers. It pulls in all the information from your multiple bank accounts. Now, Although I wasn't a fan, it definitely helped. So you can look into that. I also use QuickBooks. QuickBooks allows me for tax purposes to monitor expenses for my business. And I also send invoices through QuickBooks. But I will be honest with you, other than sending invoices, this spreadsheet that I share in the show notes, it's amazing. And it kicks QuickBooks booty, if you ask me. Because I do not just want to look at the money that's coming in and the money that's coming out. 
I also want to look at budgeting. And if you don't have a budget right now, it's okay. Once you get this spreadsheet open and you start looking at the money that's coming in, your income, your debts, in this spreadsheet there is a spot where you can track your debts and track your retirement and track your savings. And by the way, I forgot to tell you that this is actually a digital It's a Google spreadsheet, so you can share this with your husband, you can share this with your wife, and you can make multiple, multiple, multiple spreadsheets down at the bottom. You can click the little tab. You can make a multiple spreadsheets, allowing you to make one for your personal finances, and then I make one for my Lighthouse Learning, Micro School, and then I make one for my husband's painting business, and it's just beautiful. I love it because it helps me in so many ways. Look at my budget, look at my tracking, look at how much I'm putting into our savings, look at how much I'm putting into retirement, and it has beautiful visuals. It tracks your fixed expenses, your flexible expenses. It gives you a nice, beautiful pie graph all in a spreadsheet, and it's super easy to manage. And then you start putting in your fixed expenses and how much you have to pay for it each month, like your gas and your water and your electric and your rent or your mortgage. And you're like, hmm, I want that number to go down. And then you look at your flexible expenses and your flexible expenses, meaning your dining and how much you spend on your kids and how much you spend on entertainment, how much you spend on buying clothes, how much you spend on vacations. And as you're tracking each transaction, you're like, oh gosh, I got to put this in my dining category. And my budget for my dining category is, let's just say $200. And woo, we blew the budget today, baby, because now our dining, we've ate out so many times this month, we went over by $150. Or you look at your grocery bill and you're like, oh my goodness, last month we paid $800 for groceries. And this month we paid $550 in groceries. Woo! High five. So this spreadsheet gives you a budget, a transaction, a savings, a retirement, a fixed expenses, flexible expenses, income, and a beautiful arrangement. You don't have to add. You don't have to subtract. They give you percentages. It's amazing. And guess what? I think I bought it for $5. Best $5 resource I've ever bought for my personal life and my business. So I highly recommend that you go down there and you get working on your personal finances right now. We must also keep in mind that the numbers may look scary right now. They really might. You might look at it and go, "Uh uh-oh, I don't think I can do this. But if you really stop and reflect, you can say, you know what? We can scale back in our lives, knowing that I've never lacked anything. That's what we've done in, in, in our personal lives too. And guess what? We still went out to eat, we still went on a vacation, we still were smart, but we just made simple choices. Some of you may even look at your numbers and think, you know what, I have actually found an option for early retirement that could cover my monthly expenses and leaves me free to open up money to even start my own school. Maybe I could draw a smaller salary, but I have room to hire employees and purchase a location. It is so worth it. Maybe you're a homeowner and you think, Wow, I could actually come up, now that I look at my numbers, and find a home equity loan. Maybe I could get a small business loan. Now, I didn't have to do either one of those because the cost of starting your LLC is so small, friends. So small. I started this business with less than $1,000. No funding, 
no grants. And I tell you that because some of you may not be in an area where you can outsource. You may start your business so quickly that you don't have time to find grants, that you don't have time to have a fundraiser. And I'm not even suggesting that anyone who builds a micro school has to do that. You don't even have to go that route. If you have around $1,000 with your paying and starting an LLC, with your insurance, with maybe some cost of school supplies, you could get down to less than $1,000. I don't know about you, but a $1,000 investment, knowing that I could meet or exceed my teaching salary within the first year and have the freedom and the love of teaching come back into my life, hello, it's so worth it. Or maybe you're not able to meet your teacher income for whatever reason it may be. Maybe you don't even care about meeting your teacher income. You just want out so badly that you may take a $5,000 pay cut, maybe $10,000 a month pay cut. It may be that worth it to you. I know many teacher friends, they are just begging to get out, but they don't know how to do this. They don't know where to start. And I say, start with your money right now. Get clarity. It becomes so motivating. And we do this by, this is our how part. We do this by adopting an attitude that money is there. The house is there. The location is there. It's all there. I know myself with lack and I know myself with enough. I know who I was when I had a lack mindset and I know who I am with an enough mindset and I know who I am with more than enough and I know that I like the person who has the mindset that I have enough. And so really think about what mindset you have coming from a lack, coming from a place of enough, coming from a place of abundance. I know that I have the choice to train my brain and to frame my mind around what it is that I need in order to be successful, provide for my family, and to sustain and create a future because, of course, we need to prepare for a retirement and to save for whatever situations we need to for our family, whether it be a vacation, whether it be for insurance. Start to know your numbers. Use a spreadsheet, the one that I have linked down below. Best $5. Spend some time. It's not like you're going to get this spreadsheet and go, oh, okay, great. I'm just going to spend about 20 minutes and everything's going to be done for me. No, it's not. So I want to be honest with you about that. It's going to take a few hours. It's going to take a few hours to get this taken care of, but it's imperative. You have to do this. You have to do this before you start your business. You got to get your personal finances together and you got to work that muscle. At first, when I started inputting everything into the spreadsheet, I was looking at it every day because it excited me. And it made me feel so much more under control. And I knew that I could manipulate numbers based on my actions and based on how I shopped and how I spent my money, how I saved my money. All of my accounts come into this spreadsheet. I have two different banks. And within those two banks, I have multiple accounts. But I am able to track all of those accounts into this spreadsheet. Now, I will say For those of you who are like, oh, I don't want to input, I never wanted to input either. That's why I chose Mint. It took my bank accounts and it inputted everything into Mint and then I could categorize each of the transactions, whether it was home, appliances, groceries, fixed expenses like bills, electric, water, things of that nature. But I actually enjoy inputting my numbers. So I go to my 
Bank of America. I look at my transactions for the day or the past couple of days, and then I input them into the spreadsheet. I categorize them, and then all of the numbers, the addition, the subtraction, the percentages, how much I spent, and whatever category that I want to track, it all pops up for me. The only thing I have to do is insert my transactions, but this also makes it easy because when it comes time for taxes at the end of the year, I just have to pull up my 12-month spreadsheets and bada bing, bada boom, all of the information is right there. How much I paid in my Lighthouse Learning business expenses, how much I paid for office supplies, how much I paid for our rent, how much I paid for field trips and snacks and all of those things that I can write off on. I can write all of those off. Our internet, our lights, our water bill, I can write that off on our taxes. And it's all set in stone right there in all of my spreadsheets. Am I still going to go with QuickBooks? I think I'm going to still go with QuickBooks. I like sending out invoices. Sometimes my parents pay their curriculum fees through QuickBooks. So I like having that resource. I don't know if it's worth it right now, now that I have this new spreadsheet. But that's just for those of you who are looking into something later on. I say no matter where you are in this stage, get a system under control where you are tracking your budget, your expenses, and your income. You can also start categorizing so that you can build awareness on what you can continue investing in and what you need to let go of. I hope that this episode has blessed you today. And please remember, you do not have to be scared about this situation. Take a look at your finances with a mindset that you're going to make changes and that you have enough to do what it is that you're called to do. Until next time, keep shining your teacher life. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.